Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Villains and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Neil and Paddy back again after after that Leicester game where uh, Brendan Rodgers um, extended his winning streak away in Villa Park against Aston Villa again. To I think the commentator said that this was he'd won all his five previous, so this makes it six uh, times he's played in Villa Park against Villa, and he brought his Leicester team there uh, well, well marshaled, well schooled, well ta- well. Dr- uh, tactically driven and uh, they came out 2-1 victors against Aston Villa. Paddy, uh, how are you feeling after that? It's what? It's nearly 8 o'clock here. We've had time to kind of semi-simmer down after mm. it, but, but how are you feeling after that game? No, it was fine. I was fine after it as well. It, I'm disappointed to lose the game. Not pissed off by any stretch of the imagination. We, we didn't turn up in the first half. Uh, we badly missed Jack, I thought. But we were beaten by the better team and we could have very easily got back into it. So, you know, I've, I've no reason to be pissed off or, or too angry. You know, there's, there's certain things in the game I wasn't happy about, but sure, I'm sure we'll get to them, but in general, I'm okay. Yeah. It's like, it, it, I like it's, it's a, it's a sign of this team and where we've gone, gone to this year, where boy, we're pissed off that we don't beat Leicester. You know, like uh, yeah. Well, as I said before, again, we weren't expecting to to win the bloody thing. So, you know, to be if, if some if someone said to you on Thursday you won't have Jack, and they're going to beat you two one, you probably would have went, yeah, okay, that's fine with me. Um, I think it was just the fact that they bossed us for the first forty five minutes was a bit a bit harder to take, yeah. and some players were missing in action. So, um, 
you know, they're a really, really good side. They're going to finish second or third by the looks of it. Um, I don't think there's anything to be really embarrassed about other than, you know, our failure to show up in the first half. And it's always going to be difficult to readjust knowing that everything wasn't going to go through Jack Grealish. Yeah. So it was going to take a while to get into it. Unfortunately, it just took a little bit too long. That's just what I felt about it anyway. I thought the commentators made a great point as well about Brendan Rodgers. That after last year when they were second in the league and they looked to be challenging Liverpool, their title challenge completely hit a brick wall. And mm. they dropped, and they dropped out of the top four. Yeah. Um. You know, and that they have a point to prove to themselves this year that they can actually be in the top four, and that they can, they can, you know, run with wolves. I suppose, really, yeah. not with wolves, but you know what I mean. Like, you know, it's uh, <laughs> run with the foxes. Yeah. I think is 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 actually the the, the proper term. Yeah. Uh, and they really do. They really have that to prove to themselves. Oh, and um. Yeah. And they They'll, seem to be going they, about they it. They will. Know? They will stick it out. I think. I think. I think. They, they made a point of saying that they've won every game and, and won well other than today in the aftermath of their European games. So we probably did much yeah. better than others have fared out. Now, going back to your first comment about Brendan Rodgers beating us in every game, they conveniently forgot that we beat them in the Cup semi-final. The Cup semi-final, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think they did say a Premier League game. I think they did probably, say Probably, it, yeah. yeah. But I remember hearing it at the time going, you know the way you're kind of just half listening to the drivel that they come out with, yeah, but it was yeah. just like, oh, did we not win the semi final? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> yeah, it's um, but look, it is, it's 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 one of those things that uh, mm. we do. I, I don't know whether every team has this, but we seem to have a lot more people who've got winning streaks or scoring streaks or we're their favorite team to score against. We seem to do have those more yeah. than most other teams, and and I made that uh. I made a point as well today. I was on, I was I was speaking to a Leicester fan and, and I spoke about Jamie Vardy and Ian Acho and stuff like that. And we look, we notified Jamie Vardy today. Don't I? I think I think the weekend or the week they took took a bit out of him. Yeah. But Tyrone Mings, I thought, was very good in him today. He was. He was excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think even a sixty percent fit Jamie Vardy is going to give you lots of problems. So he yeah. marshaled him well. I think he only got in at one stage. He ended up taking too much of a heavy touch and yeah. it brought him onto Indeed. the end line near enough. Yeah. But uh, I thought Tyrone Mings did a great job. Had Again, I listened to the, the match with no uh, background noise today because it was on Sky. So all you could hear was Tyrone's booming voice and he's, mm. he's without a doubt a leader on the pitch. So commentators yeah. alluded to that as well. They said that himself and Conor Cody are definitely the two loudest players that they've ever come, they've come across in, in yeah. this COVID uh, Premier League situation, which look, which 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 is good in itself, I suppose. The fact that there's a there's been a marshalling and leadership going on there, and I, I thought Tyrone Mings did pretty well today. Um, we'll I suppose look, we might as well talk about um, we'll, we'll come to it in a moment. We'll come to it in a moment, but I suppose we'll talk. We we'll go in chronological order. Uh, obviously it had been swirling around on Twitter and on other social media that Jack Reedish was going to be out. You'd seen everything from had his leg amputated to uh, uh manicure <laughs> gone wrong. Uh, yeah. All over the internet, um, he didn't start. Uh, I think it probably became a lot became pretty apparent, you know, the lead up to the game that he wasn't going to start as as more and more rumors started swirling yeah. on, on on Twitter. But he didn't start, and Dean Smith has said after the game that he might be there for Leeds, might be there for Sheffield United. He was very coy and very kind of. Um, be honest with you, he seemed he seemed a bit pissed off about the leak, which I think I would be as well. Because look, we can all sit here and say that Aston Villa we've made strides as a team, but yeah. look, fuck it, we've got a talisman. Like, and mm. and there's no shame in that saying that we are. I'm not going to say we're a one man team, but we're we're fucking heavily predicated on Jack Grealish, and that's okay. I don't mind that. 
Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an awful thing to say about our team. No, I don't. I don't think everyone believed the league either, no. let alone Brendan Rodgers, because Brendan Rodgers played two right backs starting the game again. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we we couldn't. Uh, the, the league obviously wasn't that strong that there were. You know, there were so many people doubting what they were hearing. Uh, I had heard it Friday early on. I wasn't sure. Um, then as the photos started, to, they, probably the worst thing to do is show photos on the day before they stopped training as such. You know? And they asked, they ask, who would you like to see next? And, yeah, and, where's Jack? Where's yeah, Jack? And you're just going, Jack? if Jack is carrying an injury, you're showing all your cards. So I think that might be the end of showing pictures on the last day before training. I think you've got to re regroup with that one for me, um, but look, it didn't it didn't have an effect with Rogers' team sheet. He, he played the, the the second rifle, as I say, albeit he played him a bit further on. Um, but there's no doubt they were they were set up to 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 doubly mark up on Jack when he got yeah. the ball. Um, it I, and it, it, to be honest with you, Eve, like if that was their plan to go out in the game, mm. um, and they only found out an hour beforehand. They didn't do a very good job, even at, uh, of doing it on, on Al Ghazi, um, because like yeah, well, the nullified himself. He did. <laughs> look, that's not me having a crack off him. I just thought he was immensely ineffective. Yeah. Uh, out there on the left hand side, I thought that I thought he looked he looked like a guy who had been. I thought he looked like a guy who woke up and and, and just doubted himself today. I don't I don't think like usually what you can say about a guy is he's super confident. Remember, he was taking 11, 12 shots a game yeah. there at one stage. He looked unbelievably unsure of himself. He looked looked like so low on confidence. And I wonder, does he suffer from that? I wonder, does he um is that apparent with him? But then again, is it is it a nervous thing? Is it, it like he's it's it's a strange one. You 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 think that that maybe they would see that and they'd know that uh, that little idiosyncrasy from being around him day in day out. If that was the mm. case, but uh, he looked terribly nervous today. He looked he he looked like he felt that he knew he couldn't do he 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 couldn't get past Castagne and um and, and Pereira, but they didn't put an awful lot of pressure on him either at the same time. No, well, I think in between handing in your team, you you can't. You can't change it, otherwise you're going to lose a sub. You know, yeah, so yeah. um, I think that's how it works, is it? Well, you can't, you can't like if someone gets injured, but you can't someone just go, in- oh shit, listen, yeah, um, Jack's not playing, we're changing, yeah. So yeah, it would, it would have ruled out whoever he had picked there as well. So they would yeah. have had to say, yeah, it wouldn't look particularly bad because everybody knew what they were trying to do. But it's um, yeah, we'll probably get on to El Ghazi being in. Well, there's, there's not much more to say. He was ineffective as it as it was um but you know to me it seems like it's it's an impact injury because they're not he was he obviously trained friday and it was probably too late to get the scan done so the scan is probably there for tomorrow just to see how bad it is so that they may they may not although you would think a professional outfit like that could have done the scan over the weekend and maybe they couldn't if there was inflammation on it so yeah, uh, they could be a bit swollen or whatever. Yeah, and so. you know, you never know like what the situation is with COVID and stuff yeah. like that. The fact that, like, that I, I don't know, do they have an X ray machine in Bodymore? I would be very surprised if they did. Um, but maybe it might be something worth investing in. Uh, who knows? <laughs> like, we've got, yeah. we've got Wes Edens. I know that a lot of uh, US sports teams will have 
uh, extra facilities in their uh, interstadia or at least in their in their um, in their, their training, training facility. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Aston Villa should go in and purchase an extra machine. I've no fucking idea what the hell the story is. Maybe an extra machine isn't even the right thing. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be one bit surprised if there is one there. Yeah. Why you not? Know, like I don't know how much they cost, but I would imagine that it's probably uh, the case. But if if there's inflammation and and swelling or whatever around, and he was very vague, it was a leg injury, you know. <laughs> so that 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 covers everything from yeah, the groin, said, the groin down shin, to a big toe. Tie. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did say that. He goes, could be a shin, could be a tie. I thought he was a bit. He he was he was biting his tongue, I think, an awful lot when he was talking about it, and rightly so, because there's no point having a big blow up because then not only does it does it look like well at, he doesn't know what to do without Jack Grealish, it mm. also looks like he's a sour loser. So I I thought he handled it pretty well. Um, I think like like he said that he's going to find out where the leak came from. I wouldn't like to be the person he he did seem pretty bullish about that. Um, I didn't see that bit. Uh, was that yeah, on, on Ash, Sky, Ash, was it? No, no, Ashley Priest uh, had it in Birmingham Mail uh, interview with him afterwards. Yeah, yeah right. it was a transcript. And uh, I wonder, will players be told, fuck your fantasy football team, you know, because there was three or four of them transferred him out yeah. and, uh, on Friday night. So, like, <laughs> little things like that, you know, you're, you're either all in. You're, Including my target. So yeah, it, was, it was quite yeah, obvious. Connor, Connor Connor Horan did it as well, and there was somebody else. I th- I think I read a couple of people did it as well. Yeah, uh, there was a couple of coaches or or backroom staff, and then there was Connor Horan and there was Matt Target. I think yeah. transferred them out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize you could look at somebody's fantasy t- team like that. But anyway, that could I be a lot of shite as well. But yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, it could be. Paddy, I was just looking up done deal and adverts there. There's no X-ray machines going, so I can't tell you what price they are. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> but. Uh, if there's any medical reps out there to be able to tell us the, uh, you know, the going rate for an X-ray machine, we might do it a whip around and see if we can get mm. one for body more heat if there isn't one there already. Um, so I suppose going going with the first goal, Paddy. Um, God, I'm here and I'm trying to think what was the first goal even like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Madison's goal. Talk yeah. to me about the first goal. Uh, something that we haven't seen happen to Aston Villa at all this year, even in the games against Leeds and, and Southampton, you know, where we were comfortably beaten. This this goal was very alien to Aston Villa. Talk, talk me through what your uh, what what your view of this one was. Well, I suppose the most alien part is that that Elmo stood off the player. Um, we just we just haven't been doing that all along. Um, that that was the initial my initial thoughts on it. The the amount of rubbish I've read afterwards blaming Emmy Martinez for it was, just, <laughs> you know, it's it's gone it's gone like let's face it it was it was a good finish. He 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 struck it well. Martinez did well to get anything on it at all, and and it's a fine line. Another another finger in that fingertip, and it's probably come back off the post and into into Martinez's hands. And you know we wouldn't be talking about it now as it is. But look, it, it was a good goal. I thought I, initially I thought the defence stood off him too easy, and allowed him to get the. The ball to was it was there a pass to Madison in the first place? I think Gary Barnes laid it off to Madison. Yeah, it, it was it, what I was annoyed with was the the fact that they almost stood off Harvey, Harvey Barnes. Um, you you just can't give them that amount of time. If they get the ball anywhere around the box, they can just punish you. They have they have the firepower power there to do it. Um, it's not something we have. Although Bertie has done it on occasion. Um, is the second top scorer? I think isn't he? Bertie. Is he now? Yeah, maybe yeah. after Jack, maybe it might be our third. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so look, that 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 was just my opinion on it. I thought I I, I immediately pointed at Elmo and went, "Sorry, you should have got a bit bit tighter there." Um, I thought in general his defensive play was a bit off the pace. Mm. I'm not I'm not going to go gung ho into him because he, he he his match practice is down. Uh, we need to give him a bit of uh, a bit of leeway on it. You know, it's it is what it is. We we had an injury last week and he had to get up to speed to to be able to play today. He lasted the 90 minutes. Um, being honest, I wouldn't like to see him playing there against Leeds. I think Leeds would slaughter him. I think they'd, they'd see it as a as a weakness and they'll exploit it. So, you know, I think I think Leeds is the game for throwing uh, Kane Kessler in and uh, let him sink or swim. But look, I think I think it's the case now. You know, he's going to push Chuck Mwenka and, and Kessler into the squad Let's see what they can do because we haven't even got to talk about Ross Barkley yet, which I'm sure we will. So, uh, I think, you know, and I, I'm not even including Ramsey in that, yeah, in, in that Rams, sentence because Ramsey, Ramsey is, is Ramsey he's is part he's part of the project now, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, very much so, very much so. Let's talk about the second goal first, and I suppose then we can go on and we can look at potential changes. Um, and you know, the excitement I suppose of having those people on the bench. Some people see it as a negative. For me, that is crazy talk, absolutely crazy. The fact that we're we cry out for team for, for wanting to bring through these young players, and we all, you know, wax lyrically about them when they get an opportunity to to play in the under twenty threes. And look, neither none of these players got an opportunity to play against Liverpool, and we all had yeah. a big, massive, uh, you know, uh, God, I nearly said something awful there, but I won't say. It. We had a big love it over our our, our kids uh, <laughs> over uh, over the Liverpool game, which was rightly so, and absolutely they played fantastically. But these three guys are a step above. Uh, well, Kessler did play, but like yeah. Carney and uh, Carney and, and Jacob Ramsey were a step up. But before we get on to those, the second goal, I think very much the kind of the same vein. Actually, before we even get on to the second goal, first goal, I suppose, just my thoughts on that were the alien piece I thought, the, the, or the piece that was alien for me was Villa have been very good since Project Restart has come back of, def- of defending the D. We allow teams come, bring the ball through the middle of midfield, but we always have that wall set up in front of our uh, in front of our back four in the form of Douglas Luiz. He protects that five yards, that six yards, that seven yards in front of the D, yeah. and he allows the two centre halves to retreat back onto the edge of the area. Absolutely textbook stuff. Not exactly reinventing the wheel with defence like that, but it, it's fantastic. Where did Madison pick the ball up? In that very singular space and the reason for that was and i said it to the end of the review 433 just does not suit ross barkley it does not suit uh like john mcginn has been john mcginn has been been was was in and out of this game today got a lot of touches got a lot of a lot of uh, bits and pieces in the, on, on the ball today but just just a small bit ineffective as well and and i think i think he's i think we're beginning to maybe give him a pass a small bit small bit much and i think that you know we we need to look at our midfield three Absolute colossus, all of them were at the start of the season. Mm. Um, I, I'm not even going to say that they're running out of steam now, but I think that just like we talk, oh, teams have learned to put two on Jack Grealish, but teams have also learned how to drag our midfield in and around the place, you know, yeah. take them by the hand and drag I just them would, it's, the it's funny, it's funny that you should mention that because I have the, the highlights on loop here in front of me <laughs> since we started. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually Ross Barkley that gets closest to it by the time the first goal goes in. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense at all. But look, you're, you're, you've hit the nail on the head there. The both goals have actually come from the edge of the D, which are which are we're usually marshalling very well. Um, the second goal, you know, I think I think you got to point at Elmo again. 
um, initially not getting to the first one and then ball watching for the second one and Barnes gets in behind him. Um, don't think you can put too much blame on Emmy Martin as it was fairly fizzed at him. The first effort spills yeah. it. Oh, I don't even think you could call it a spill. I'm just trying to yeah, paint the picture for anyone that hasn't seen it. You know? yeah. It was hit straight down his uh, down his throat, but low. So he gets a, he gets a good uh, a good hand behind it. And the ball spills up and Barnes just hits it into the roof of the net. So, But the, the, the problem with this goal as well is that Barnes makes an arcing run. If I remember rightly, and I don't have them on loop here, I think Barnes makes an arcing run and then kind of just stops. And he just leaves leaves Elmo like that. That There's two steps that Elmo doesn't have. And Barnes just gets gets kind of running him at the, at the, at the edge of the box. And Elmo is, is just caught flat-footed. And mm. look, the exact same thing could happen Matty Cash. It absolutely could have, but I suppose, look, we conceded one and then, what, six or seven minutes later, then we conceded our, yeah, it was actually four minutes later we conceded conceded the next goal. Yeah. And, and I suppose, like, you know, for for a team that does defend those areas or has defended those areas pretty well this year, it's just galling, I suppose, that when we make one change and Matty Cash goes out and Elmo comes in and we're not digging him out here or anything like that, just calling it as we see it, that like it just goes to show that the cohesion of a back four is a super, super massive strength. And even when you bring in somebody as as experienced as Elmo, you know, those four minutes of uncertainty have, uh, which is completely, it's completely human, you know, to have those four minutes of uncertainty, no matter how professional you are um, or how experienced you are. They, uh, they capitalized on them. They smelled blood in the water and they went for it. Uh, and that second goal specifically, you know, once once the first shot goes in and Barnes gets those two steps on Elmo, there's, there's just no recovery from that. The the, the 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 area that he had to run into was too short and was too small. And when the ball the ball just ricocheted back to him and look, it is what it is, I suppose, after that. But um yeah, w- once again, midfield nowhere to be found uh for that goal too. And uh that's that that I think is the that I think is the lamentation of the whole day. Our midfield, whether it be our two, or whether it be, you know, I suppose all three of our midfields were MIA times today, and um, yeah. probably being a bit harsh on Douglas Louise because I think he got, I think he got on a lot of stuff, but we were a bit MIA today until the second half. Until the second half, I think yeah. that's where we, where we go to know because we could spend forever talking about the first half. And look, I know people are probably screaming at the, at the, at their wireless or their receivers or whatever they're listening on. Um, there uh, saying, well, why don't we just name Ross Barkley? Well, we have, and we will talk about him. But look, we're not digging out players. It's not not time for that. Yes, he didn't perform well. Okay, if that's what you want, if that's what people want to hear. Ross Barkley didn't perform well. He hasn't performed well since he came back from injury. It's yeah. all 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 plain to see. Second half kicked off. We didn't have any any um any changes, and we got a goal out of nowhere. Yeah, very. I was shocked. <laughs> Not half as shocked as uh, Peter Schmeichel, who managed in in all the shit houseery he's good at to leave the leave the knees in on uh, on Bertie when the Casper, not in. Peter. Oh, sorry, yeah, Casper. Oh, Jesus, don't get me started. Yeah. What a fucking asshole he is. Anyway, ball breaks. Do you not like Casper Schmeichel? I've no image of Casper Schmeichel. I despise him. Why? He's, I, the, I, he's just, the king of shit house. He he can fucking waste time. He's he's fucking moaning. And what summed it up for me was um, Ollie Watkins and Bertie trying to defend themselves, and it was him that did the damage. And the referee was telling the other two to get back. He never said a mm. word to Schmeichel. 
I suppose. Yeah. Really bugs the shit out of me when that happens. Um, yeah. And why didn't VAR get in his ear and go, Schmeichel has left the knees in there? But what, I know, I know it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah, anything serious. It wasn't like he did damage. He just didn't need to. He just didn't need to. Yeah. He wouldn't get off him. He stayed there. It's just like, how fucking dare you score a goal on me? You know, the, that kind of fucking stuff. Anyway, ball, ball was down the left, you know, our usual attacking channel without Jack. But uh, kind of a half nothing ball into the near post. Uh, missed at the near post and just fell to Bertie six yards out and got there before Schmeichel, thankfully, and ball in the back of the net. I say thankfully, it doesn't mean a jot now at this stage, but um, I well, think... I- I think I, it's a positive that it, that it happened. Um, I think I think it set us up for the second half. Uh, it, it really put our tails up. We we, yeah. played, we played a whole lot better than I expected us to play. Um, while I while I backed us to win the game at two 0 down, just because the odds were outrageous. Um, did you back that, three a three two score line at 40, 45 to one like I did? No, I back, I backed Aston Villa to win at two 0 down at sixty to one. <laughs> How did you get Aston Villa? Oh, I backed the three. Yeah. Wait a <laughs> I need to get your bookie. You need um, to change your bookie, kid. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, but you know, the, it was it, it was a good ball in from Targis. Good finish from uh, from Bertie. Got to be said, he was where you wanted him to be. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we couldn't push on and get any more after that. Not for the well, one to try and to be fair. Not, not for the one to trying and. You know, I suppose what we'll do is we'll fast forward because that goal it was what it was, like it caught everybody by surprise. But we we get to the to the, I suppose the, the main talking point. I think I suppose the thing that everybody's gonna talk about is substitutions were made and yeah. they made a difference. Um first substitution was Trezeguet comes on for a very ineffective Anwar Gazi, as we said. Yeah, big fan of Trezeguet, fan of what he does. My big problem with this is that, and I've said it a couple of times before, is Trezeguet isn't going to change the game for you. Trezeguet is the guy that you start and you get him to run himself into the ground and you take him off. Now, speaking out of the other side of my mouth this morning a bit here, he did well enough on the left-hand side, although, you know, he's he's very much, he much prefers playing on the right-hand side, I think. On the mm-hmm. left-hand side, he was, he, he was fine. You know, he was fine when he came on, got into the box a couple of times, and, and actually he made a couple of runs across the defenders. There was one ball that came into him. He was offside, and he kind of fluffed his shot at Casper Schmeichel. It was a glorious chance if he was onside. Mm. Um, but I like Trezeguet. I think that we need to see Trezeguet in the team if Jack isn't going to be there. I just don't know whether we see him on the left-hand side. I think he's way better on the right, but then what do you do with, what do you do with, with, um, with Traore, who played pretty well today? Well, you play him on the left, don't you? It, it, it just begs belief. We've got a left-footed player. Play him on the left. Try and even it out a little bit. I know, obviously, yeah. the object of the game is to cut inside and hit it with your left hand, and that's why he's on the right-hand side. play him up front. Play him up front. Play Watkins over there. Watkins, could. Watkins yeah. are playing goal. If There's could, plenty like. we can do. There is plenty we can do. Um, but I know you're going to get to the, the big issue, which was the next substitution. And that's what has yeah. everybody. And I, look, it's not look. I I don't give a shit about the fact that he walked behind the goals. He took off his all his boots and everything. I don't care about that. That's all fluff. It's all bullshit. The, everybody else can talk about that. That'll be dealt with afterwards. Mm. I deal with Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley's play is the, is the discussion point. I'm not even going to entertain any discussion about the, the taking five minutes to get back to the dugout. Doesn't doesn't matter a shit because he can't affect the team from there. But it um, does matter. 
It doesn't. It it doesn't. No. And I, look, I'm I'm not I'm not even going to talk about it. I think it's just complete and utter fluff. You don't like for me. He's not starting the next day. And it's not no, because. But, it's, and it's that's not the issue he, here. That's the big issue, is the attitude. But and, it, and and it was it was a show of petulance what he did. Now we're not going to go into it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but if I was the manager, I wouldn't be entertaining him next Saturday. He wouldn't. We, he wouldn't be part we, of my plans. We we sat here when Conor Horan. Walked behind the goals and Villa scored that he didn't celebrate and he was like a dog. And we never and we we absolutely said, Look, listen, Joe, he was right but, to be like a dog. We stood up for him. But he walked behind you know? the goals and he made his way back to the to the uh to the dugout in proper fashion. You don't you don't sit behind the goal and take off your fucking socks for fuck's sake, like and your shin pads. Could, I couldn't it's, it's I couldn't wrong. Shit. He shouldn't have done it. He, he t- just two weeks ago kicked the water bottles when he came off the pitch and we gave him the benefit of the doubt. What he did today was wrong. I don't care about Shouldn't kicking happen. the water bottles either. I couldn't care. You didn't. I, I, I couldn't you care didn't. I, gave him, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I know at the time I said, and I, I still stand by it, that we, we didn't know what his character was like. So we gave yeah, him and that, that's a fair that's a fair comment. That, that is a fair comment. I think we can see today from his character that he is pissed off of being taken off. He's not pissed off at his performance. That's how I yeah. see what he yeah. did today. He's That's pissed off of being taken off. So it's just pure petulance. And he he should he should come out and apologize for what he did. And that's that's just my opinion. That's yeah. what I was that's what I would expect as a player. What like that that was a distraction. There's fellas on the pitch looking, what the fuck is this fella doing? I, I, bet, you know, I bet you no one had an idea what the hell was going on. I, I can assure you they did. I can assure you they did. I'd be surprised if they did. If they did, then they're just they're equally as as unprofessional as Ross Barkley. Mm. Well, it, it was unnecessary. Like, it was unnecessary. It was, he didn't have to do it. But, but and like, if he didn't do it, we wouldn't be talking about him. I wouldn't. Like I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop him for doing that. I just like I wouldn't drop him for kicking a water bottle, because it's what what you do in the no. field. What you do in the field is the big thing. Like, well, the big thing is he'd be dropped because of his performance today. That's that's exactly it. Hundred percent. Like I don't start him against Leeds. I start Jacob Ramsey because Jacob Ramsey today, when he came on, seventeen touches at a ball in thirteen minutes, and you know you extrapolate that up to the seventy-six minutes that Ross Barkley had, and he has more touches at a ball than him. He was also more mobile. He got about the field a bit better. Spread the yeah. ball around. He showed up in the left. He showed up in the right. He showed up through the middle. The mobility is what's killing Ross Barkley. You know, and and look, uh, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be objective, and I'm going to try and come up with devil's advocate um, comments about about Ross Barkley. Uh, his his performance in the field today was poor. It was poor. It was first ten minutes he chased like chased like a like like a dog after a ball. It was fantastic. He did everything. Chased Ndidi, chased Tienemans. After that ten minutes, he he pulled right back into the centre midfield, and he was anonymous. Yeah, it was like a, it, you know, and. Let's be honest. We don't know if this is the after effects of COVID because we don't know whether he Could got be. it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is he being is he being given every opportunity to prove his fitness? Yes, he is. Yeah. Has he proved he's fit? No, he hasn't. So for me, on his performance alone, he doesn't start next Saturday. Yeah. But the but the what whatever he was at behind the goal today would lead me to believe that he definitely won't be starting next Saturday. But that's yeah. just that's just my opinion. That's just how I see it. Uh, no, I could yeah, be way yeah. I could be way off the mark. He could he could have felt a twinge behind the goal and decided to use that time to settle and 
Nah. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> well, well, you were talking about playing devil's yeah, advocate. That's I, definitely playing devil's yeah, advocate. That's devil's advocate. No, that's that's just blatantly lying. I think that is yeah. that's more devil's advocate. Uh, well, like as I said, I gave him the, I gave him the benefit of the doubt the last day. I'm not giving it to him today. I thought it was no, important. and that's and that's fair enough. But as I say, like there will be Colin Winches written over it. There will be Twitter threads over it. And for me, it's mm. all irrelevant because what happened for the 76 minutes before that is the reason that he, that he, this, yeah. and like, we're not digging him out here, but we kind of, we kind of are. Oh, we, I are. Suppose we, we, are. We, we, we kind of are, but well, like, the, but we're telling it like it is like, they're just telling it how, how, yeah, old, and, and how like he's, it, you know? he, he's suffering from a crisis of something at the moment. Like if he's not fit or uh, his confidence mm-hmm. is low and it's just been like that since he came back, he was, he was playing lights out before he got injured. He was, he really was. Yeah. He was free. Yeah. Like, that's, perfect. That's, and you know, before he came back, I was all for going to Chelsea and seeing if we could cut a deal for him yeah. in January. You know, if you're asking me now, should we sign him? My answer is no. Not not after like genuinely. I think what I saw from Jacob Ramsey today playing against that midfield yeah. has me super excited about him. Yeah. Just the movement. I, well, there's his enough. Movement was there's enough there, and there's enough people we could be spending money on <laughs> to, to to come in without without. You know, and we're talking about column inches here. They are going to talk about his petulance going off the pitch. Yeah, that's not that's not what this team has been about under Dean Smith, and I'm sure he's not happy about it. He won't be happy that the the that the the inches tomorrow and probably the headline will be about Barkley, especially seeing as we were dead and buried at half time and yeah. worked our way back into the game, and and still we're we're spending more time talking about Ross Barkley than we are about the fact that you know the. the the subs came on and did their best. Um, and, you know, as you say about Jacob Ramsey, starting there next week or start Morgan Sanson there next week. Morgan is probably due a start as well. Nope. That, that could Ramsey be a game. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey starts for me. Or if we go with a four across the middle, then maybe, yeah, start Morgan Sanson on the right-hand side. Start maybe... Start, start, put, Jang, put Jacob Ramsey out on the left. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't really mind uh, playing Jacob Ramsey as a kind of a left-wide midfielder. Or even a right wide midfielder, I don't really mind. Uh, but I don't think Dean Smith is going to do that. Um, but no, I, I, I think it's look. Uh, I, I knew the Ross Barkley thing was gonna was was gonna come up, but you know, for me, it's you know we're we're almost uh, the reason that I did, that I didn't want to get into the pieces is it, it kind of does brush over the performances last couple of weeks. And look, he is a good player. He will come good again. Whether it's for us, whether it's for another team, we're, look, yeah. he's good. He's going to score another goal or two before the end of the season, and we're, we're going to need the goals he's going to score. Um, I'm I'm confident of that. Uh, I just think this um, against Leeds, and without Jack Grealish, if Jack Grealish is out, I think that we play uh, more effervescent players, should I say, um, because Leeds are just going to buzz around the place like mad. Um, and look, if we play Kane, Head and Kessler in right back, absolutely. Look, I, I think I think these players need to get their big boy pants now and see. We spoke with Jaden and Phila, Phila Dan, the dance. Phila Jean the, yeah. the guy who Dartmouth went to sign. Um, <laughs> we talked about him uh, the other day and we we're saying if he's not getting into the squad at 19, well, then, yeah. you know, that's what they wanted. Well, we do have, like, we have two fellas here who potentially could be getting into the squad or even getting into the team. Mm. And they're only 19. You know, so so this is good. This is this is fantastic. I'm I'm really excited about Jacob Ramsey. I've seen people say that well, maybe he was only playing that way because Leicester were standing off him because they had the game won and they were just in completely in contain mode. 
no, th- this guy's movement was something different. And we saw it against, when he came on, I think it was against Arsenal, and he had that little rollover. He rolled his foot over the ball and took a shot. We yeah. saw him against Wolves, ran around an awful lot, did an awful lot of work against there, against um, Moutinho. And I think it was, was it Neves? I think they, they played the two of them midfield that day, you know, and he stood up to those guys. I, I, I want to see Jacob Ramsey in this team. Um, and I want to see another homegrown lad, and I want to get excited about him. And Morgan Sanson will have his day, but I, I, I just, I think Jacob Ramsey is, is the man. Look, why not start both of them? I maybe even play Morgan, Morgan Sanson on the right, and play play Bertrand Troy on the left. Possibly, if we, if we go if we go on a four four one one, yeah. that will probably be the way to go. And look go four four two, play Bertrand and Watkins up front. Yeah, maybe. Why not? Why not? Yeah. See. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we're going to do that. That's just us kind of spitballing no, here. But I think. I think the point is, we we've got pieces of the jigsaw there that we can put in. So, you know, use them. Yeah. <laughs> and if El Ghazi is not cutting it, bring Philogene. Philomena Bedens, whatever it is. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get his name eventually. We'll get his name. Leave. JPB. Yeah. That's what we call it. JPB. Okay, yeah. that's we that's, call him Bedace. Bedace. That's yeah. Um, put him, put yeah. him in there. Let, let him run at Leeds, and he, he'll be uh, he'll be full of beans. He'll really get at them, and and it'll be the element of surprise that they're probably not expecting. Well, that's you know bearing in mind if we don't have Jack starting at the weekend, which I'd say we won't. I'd say we won't. I, I I would put money on it. No, I I would say we're going to miss Jack until probably after the Sheffield Wolves game. Wolves I'd say after Wolves? Sheffield United yeah. game. Who we got after Sheffield? Is it Wolves? Think it is wolves. Could we yeah, we we'll yeah. say we'll say until the game after the Sheffield United. Game. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll probably hear more because anytime Dean Smith speaks between now and next Saturday, it'll be all about Jack. So absolutely, yeah. Well, if it's yeah. not about Barkley, it'll be about Jack. It won't, it, no, it won't. It won't be about Barkley. It won't. It, it will be about Jack. I completely forgotten about that. And that's where the condiments are going to be. Um, yeah. Maybe in local media, it might be. It might be uh, about uh, about Barkley, but but not in the national media. Um. Yeah, all in all, look, that's the way it went down today. There are probably all the talking points. Uh, we could have snatched a draw later on. Uh, we would have absolutely pulled our pants down if we did. Um, it, you know, it was just one of those games that, that got away from us in a five-minute uh, five period, and, and we were chasing our tails afterwards unless they were pretty comfortable. Um, Statistics-wise, things kind of, we actually had more touches of the ball. We had uh, we roughly around the same same amount of passes. We had they they shot more and look shots win games, especially when they hit back at net. And that was a problem. We didn't get into the into the positions to shoot correctly. Like McGinn had three shots today. I think all of them were ones from outside the box that were like hitting hopes, uh, half volleys and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it it just didn't work from that point of view. Uh, Trezeguet had one that just like rolled into the keeper's arms. Yeah. Morgan Sanson had one that went wildly wide. Mings had a header that went wide. Uh, Kanza, I think, had a header that he looked like he was going to flick it out, trying to flick it back to the yeah. back post. Kind of hit him strange. in the back, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it hit him in the back. Uh, Luis had a shot that went wide. Mm. Uh, like you the, know, the Mings one, the Mings one, I suppose, was the biggest one because that could have yeah. very easily nestled in the far corner. Um, Probably a bit unlucky. Didn't get more on. Let's it. drive everyone mad, Paddy, and say Courtney Howes would have scored it. <laughs> 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 no, actually, where is Courtney Howes? That's there's there's a there's a, a, a question I want. If there are any 
uh, beat reporters that are out there uh, that would be in press conferences. I want to know where Courtney House is because uh, I miss him. He's my boy. And I miss him. I miss him dearly. Um, but anyway, uh, look, we're going to leave it there at that. We're going to leave the game at that. We're beating 2-1 by a better team, a team that are, are pushing. They're, they're going to be Champions League material. They're probably the form team after Manchester City. I don't, I don't think there's any reason to be too disheartened. Not moment. at all. No. I, think, I think our second half performance shows us that we're still we're still there we're still fighting even without jack so we 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 just got to regroup now and get ourselves right for next weekend absolutely and, and, and for the management team to to sort out what way he wants to go and set up i um, I, I think the, i think the biggest the biggest disappointing part today was the players that we wanted to step up didn't step up yeah and people are annoyed about that and i'm going to say probably rightly so and you're probably entitled to be rightly no, so exactly um, Guys, I don't, I, I don't, I don't envisage we'll see El Ghazi next week. It definitely not starting not. anyway. That's just maybe my not. opinion. I, I don't, I don't think we'll see him. I don't think we'll see Barkley, and no. and um, I think we might see Sanson, and we might see see Jacob Ramsey. We might see a bit of a change up in in formation. See what the story is. Maybe yeah, just a change up personnel. It's going to be a completely different game as well against Leeds. Yeah, you know, it's going to be way, way more open. Uh, you're not going to get any amount of time on the ball, regardless of what the score is. It's just. Else, a ball from start to finish. So, it, we, I, you know, I'm sure we'll come back and talk about it during the week. But um, I would envisage there's going to be changes, and, and they will. Yeah, they, they, they might even might even be at the expense of um, Bertrand Traore because they will need people to get back and train, track back a bit better than he did in the first half. Not that I'm pointing particularly at him, but you know, he could have done a bit better as well defensively. A couple of times he was just well, jogging back when. That brings me to the point of who's our Lakers sportsman of the match because he probably would have been my call. Matty Target was pretty good. I thought Matt Target would probably edge it over him. Um, Watkins again ran his socks off. Absolutely unsung hero there. I just wish he would score more goals for just for him alone, not not for any other reason. I think he deserves it. I think, I think his performances deserve it. Unless he picked up the ball and ran with it from halfway line today and, and plonked it into the top corner, he wasn't going to yeah. score. Like you know, the service was nil. Uh, service was nil to him. Yeah. But, uh, and you know, we've 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 singled out Elmo for the for the two goals. His his in ball in game play on the whole was quite good as yeah. well. His distribution was good. His passing was good. His movement was good. It's just you can't give players like that that amount of space. But look. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's probably others that don't blame him for it. There's just high octane game you're thrown in there, yeah. and you know, but we're just trying to call it the best we see it. And and we, we said we be... said it before the game as well that potentially look Harvey Barnes and him was going to be the matchup if we could keep Harvey Barnes quiet, and we didn't because he got the touch to Madison and he got the goal himself. You know, so it's it, it's just one of those things. Like I said, it there Father Time is undefeated. You know, players get old. Uh, and yeah. when you get older and you're playing against somebody who's at the, who's at the peak of their powers, you're going to have maybe the, like you can't have those those missteps. And look, they capitalized on them. And and there'll be days when we play against teams and we capitalize on them. God, we did it against Liverpool. We capitalized we on every misstep yeah. against Arsenal twice. We capitalized on every misstep against Leicester the last time. We capitalized on the one misstep that they had and Barkley stuck it in the bottom corner. So yeah. look. Uh, as I say, it's it's one of those things. We had no right to go out and beat Leicester today. We had a right to go out and be competitive. Probably weren't as competitive as we'd like for maybe 10 minutes in the first half, and we conceded two goals. We were a bit more competitive in the second half. And, you know, look, it's, it is it is what it is. It would be nicer to have, a, have better performances from certain players. But 
that's the way the cookie crumbles, I suppose. Uh, we'll give Matt Target our Lakers sportsman a match. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's that's well deserved. He didn't look like he was out of breath at any stage, and he had a lot of work to do. And I think he had about, uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think he had nearly coming up on a hundred touches at a ball. Um, yeah, ninety five touches at a ball. He had the most touches by far of any player on the field by absolute country mile. Um, he had twenty five more touches than the next. He had 25 more touches of the ball than the Leicester player who had the most touches of the ball. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So like we weren't completely overrun. The nah. possession was 50-50 as well. You know, they dominated the uh, first half, we dominated the second. It's we, we draw a line under it now, and hopefully we can regroup and, and, and go at Leeds next week because um I think I think we've got to push the teams behind us a bit further than yeah. Then be worrying about trying to catch the people who are in Champions League positions. Um, it was it was a tough first half, better second half. We'll learn from it, I'm sure, and we'll be better the next day. Yeah. What was the next? What was the, the phrase that Lampard or that Lambert used to say all the time? We go again. We go again. Yeah, we go again. That's we go again. Um <laughs> anyway, we're doing this podcast and if this goes up on YouTube, which it, which it will do probably tomorrow, you might be wondering why the hell I'm wearing a hat for the whole lot of the podcast. <laughs> and number one, it's because my hair is kind of small, but crazy. I washed it and I went out for a walk with this very hat on. And uh, my hair is like something like your man out of uh, Back to the Future, Doc Brown out of, the, out of Back to the Future. It's gone everywhere. But uh, the hat is on because we have winners of uh, hats to give away. We had our art competition. Uh, which was very well. It was uh, it was very well. Um, should I say represented? Is that the word I'm gonna gonna say? There was a lot of entries, a lot of entries, but uh, we've whittled it down to two. I know I said I'd try and get somebody, but to be honest with you, there were two real standout ones, and I think you know I'm and I look I I, I absolutely thank everybody for 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 entering. It's uh, there's some really really cool ones there, but. Uh, the winners are uh, uh, for the child, for the kids one. Oh, actually, I don't have the kids one's guy's name. I have his dad's name. Um, there was a probably wonderful... safer anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a bit safer with GDPR because because yeah. uh, his son is only twelve years of age. But Andrew Miller sent me an unbelievable drawing of uh, Sir Paul McGrath, um, God himself, a fantastic drawing that uh, I'm very tempted to print out and put up on my, on my wall in that in that space that's that's vacant there on my wall because uh, it's a really cool one. It's done. I'll put it up on a website if if that's if uh, Andrew is, is okay uh, with it. I better reach out to him. I'm making promises that my mom can't cash here at the moment. I'm writing checks here. I say that my mom can't cash, but it's really, it's done really cool. It's like in the, in the form of a Panini sticker and it looks really, really class. So well done. Andrew Miller's son, 12 year old son. That is, uh, there's going to be a hat winging its way to you. I will reach out to your dad for any details. And also Carl O'Neill. What can I say about Carl O'Neill is one that won the adults one. A fantastic drawing of Jack Grealish in the away shirt sliding down. It's just, it's brilliant. Some of you guys may have seen it. He tagged, uh, he tagged me in it and put it up on Twitter last night, and it is absolutely spectacular. It's really, really great. Um, like the quality of it is just fantastic. We had, uh, we had some other great entries in there as well. Um, uh, for 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 the for the one, but Carl, your 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 entry was fantastic, and uh, you know, fair play to you for um for 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 doing that. It, it must have taken 
ages to do, uh, but it's it's fantastic as well. And there's going to be a happening in its way to you. I'll reach out to you for your contact details as well. Uh, but thank you so much to everybody who entered. It's been a crack, you know, over over a half term. Um, and as I say, congratulations again to Carl and to Andrew's son. Uh, the hats are yours and they're on their way to you uh, as well. Excellent. Um, so that's going to do it for us today. We've waffled on an awful lot. We nearly fell out and everything on the podcast uh, <laughs> over Ross Barkley. Something that never happens. Uh, but uh, we're still smiling at the end. Um, and uh, as they say, uh, what does Lambert say again? We go again. We go again. We go again and onwards towards Leeds uh, yeah. next weekend. Um, good thing. I hope none of you got caught out by that by, by the time change again. Uh, I'm still having a great laugh at that five minutes, the five minute announcement. But um, yeah, look, it wasn't to be our day today. Uh, last two one to Leicester. Uh, always going to be a hard game without Jack Grealish. But as I say, we go again, and uh, we'll be back to you guys with a preview show later on in the week. And all that's left to say is. Follow Paddy at Villa Paddy. Follow the <laughs> podcast here on at Love McGrath and up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.